it, homie. It can be done. All right, ladies and gents, you can do it too. You want to grow your business, right? You want to get more customers, right? Well, it's going to take some marketing. It's going to take some sales processes. It's going to take a little bit of secrets that I can help you with. Let's get today's episode on the roll. Here we go. Four marketing secrets. Let's do this. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. It's just me, the solo show. We're ready to rock and roll for marketing secrets that I use every single day in order to grow my business. All right, so let's jump into this. Why the four marketing secrets? Where did this even come from? What am I talking about today? Um, I've been spending a, a lot of time lately really focusing my attention on monetizing the podcast. Why? Because I don't know, next week is February 1st, which means at the end of next week, I'm either going to find out whether I have a teaching job or not. Um, my opinion is this topic is going to go on for a while. There's not enough teachers to have in the classroom anyways, and I, it'll probably be extended for a little bit. Who knows what's actually going to happen? But the reality is I need to have my eggs uh, or whatever, ducks in a row, right? I need to have everything lined up so that I'm rocking and rolling. So I've been focusing a lot of attention on my agency. Uh, and, you know, I, I, had, I, I had finished Billy Jean's, that's on this side, right? Billy Jean's uh, certification. Uh, it was a great experience. By the way, if you guys are interested, I mean, you should definitely do it. You don't even have to be in San Diego. You can just hop on his uh hop on the stuff dude his, his genius advantage stuff is amazing his certification course just takes you from zero to hero uh so if you have zero experience in marketing it's a great way to go if you already have experience in in marketing like i did it takes it to a different level as well so there's a little bit of everything for everybody involved uh and if you're in business you just need to get good at this stuff because at the end of the day what you're doing in business is trying to get more clients, trying to get more customers, trying to grow what it is that you have. Uh, and, you know, sales cure all ails at the end of the, you know, at the, when it comes down to it, whatever problems you're having in your company, maybe it's cash flow problems. Maybe you need to hire more people. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know, you're stressed out because you don't have enough people coming in the door. Marketing will fix all that. Creating your brand and getting your message out there will fix all that. So let's jump into the four secrets. Let's start off with the secret number one. And this is something that I learned uh, as I've implemented. So about you know three and a half, almost four years ago, July will be four years that we started this podcast. Um, I made a commitment to myself, really, that I was going to do this podcast five days a week, Monday through Friday, uh, and we're going to do it for at least three years. So we hit that goal. Uh, that's why James isn't really with us as much anymore. He hit that goal. That's what he committed to, and he did it. He did it. He stuck around with me. Um, but what did that do? Right? Secret number one is consistency. Like when you start off in anything, it doesn't matter what it is. The first time you do it, you're just not going to be very good. When you got into your business, chances are you most like if you're like most people, you started a business out of necessity. You started with a skill that you were good at, and then you decided to try to develop a business around that skill. Right? A lot of people do that. I'm good at this, so this is the business I'm going to start. Um, and not necessarily the greatest tactic for growing a business, but it's a good tactic for generating some revenue, right? Because you're good at this one thing. So 
consistency in, in the other aspects of business, consistency in the marketing specifically, is going to help you develop a skill. You got to first swallow that tough pill that you're not going to be very good at this marketing thing at first. You know, talking about your business from a technical standpoint is kind of boring, right? Like if you're a mechanic and you're talking about the size of the engine and how many quarts of this and lug nuts that, I mean, I don't speak car language, right? But you get what I'm saying. If you're speaking that to a layman like myself, not very interesting. It's interesting for you because you're the mechanic. But for me as the customer, I just want to know what are you going to do to solve my problem? Do you understand what my problem is? Good. Can you solve it? Good. Let's do some business together, right? So understanding that at the beginning, you are not going to be very good at what you do as far as the marketing is concerned, but stick to it anyways. It's, it reminds me of uh, my early real estate days. When I first got into the real estate business, um, I wanted to do, you know, to be one of those dominant agents. And so I went and talked to different agents and there were some agents who were really good at cold calling. And they were like, dude, you need to make a hundred calls a day, sit behind the phone, talk to for sale by owners every single day and get out there and pick up the phone, dial, pick up the phone, dial, pick up the phone, dial. I got a Mojo dialer, which is an automated dialer. And I would sit there on the phone and I would make these phone calls, but it was the most uncomfortable and weirdest thing I ever had to do because most people don't want to talk to you on that side. Now, that being said, it is a skill that you can develop. I didn't develop that skill. I dabbled in it, right? And there's a huge difference. I did the same thing with door knocking. I was like, you know what? Phones, not for me. I can knock on some doors. I can get some exercise in, knock on some doors. And I'm better when I'm talking to people anyways. Go out, knock on some doors. You know, in the winter, it gets really cold. And some days it rains. And then it gets really hot in the summer. And every excuse under the sun and under the stars I was coming up with as to why I wasn't going to go door knock anymore right? I didn't consistently do the door knocking to get better at it. I dabbled, right? And that's the thing about a lot of marketing that you do in business. You, tr you say you try something. Oh, I tried that and it doesn't work. No, you didn't work the system, right? You didn't become better. You didn't commit yourself to doing this thing to get better at it. Consistency, the secret number one, consistency is the thing that's going to get you to that next level, when I committed to this podcast thing, if you go back and listen to episode one, it is not a very good episode, but we consistently came on the air and we got better and better and better over time. Today, this podcast is one of my greatest marketing tools ever. Why? Because I've gotten better behind this microphone. I've gotten better at asking questions. I've gotten good at getting guests to come on the show on a regular basis. I've gotten really good at formatting the show. I've gotten really good at creating additional content. I've gotten really good at a lot of things because I showed up every day and I worked at getting better at them. I did not dabble in the podcast space. I did not dabble in the content creation space. I dove in head first and I committed to it. I obligated myself and I made it part of my schedule and I remained consistent at it, which is why I dominate in this space now. And, and one of my unique selling propositions, whether it comes to uh, my insurance company or it comes to um, my real estate, and most importantly, when it comes to my uh, marketing agency, I use my presence online as an asset. And I'm like, look, the reason why you want to work with us is simple. If you Google my name, Hernancius, or you Google my podcast, look at the results that show up. It's page after page after page of content that we've created. 
we literally have built with a consistent form, even though at the beginning it wasn't very good, we've built a brand that works. We've built a brand that is recognized. We built a brand that people trust. And when people trust you, they're more willing to work with you. So secret number one, consistency, right? Secret number one. Uh, secret number two, test, right? And I'm not talking about taking a test like in school, right? I'm talking about you need to test out the different things that you're doing. Uh, episode number one for us was completely different compared to episode, you know, what is this? 887. Different things that we've tried, different types of interview questions, different types of intros, different types of move of, of uh, segment clips, right? Like We've tried all kinds of different things. We've created different kinds of content clips, audiograms. We've done uh, long form content, like maybe four or five minute clips. We've done 60 second clips. We've done different types of reels. We've done, I mean, all kinds of different stuff, right? We test and we test and we test and we test and we test, especially when it comes to creating ads and creating a basically an entire sales process, a digital sales process, we test every part of it and we do what's called a leak analysis. So when we create a marketing campaign, we have uh, we have an ad and then we have a flow that we want to send the customer through, the journey that we want to send the customer to. And as we look at the different things that happen in our in our process, we're looking at where the traffic stops. Right? Do we get them to first click on the end? Yes? All right. Step number one, cool. Do we get them to input their information, name, email, phone number? No? Okay. Maybe we need to change the video on that page. Maybe we need to change the ad copy on that page. Oh, now they're putting their information in? Awesome. What's the next step? We want them to put their credit card information in and buy something. All right. What's stopping us there? Okay. We're not getting as many clothes. All right. Well, what needs to change? Maybe we need to add some more testimonials. Maybe we need to send an email campaign. Maybe we need to set up an appointment and have a conversation. We test and we test and we test until finally we figure out what works. Right now, our agency is focused on car wrap businesses, right? So you ever see a car driving down the street and it's got the company logo wrapped all over it. It's a vinyl wrap, right? exactly what we're focusing on. We're narrowing our focus in one industry and we're going to get really good at this one industry. We've already picked up clients in this space. We're creating uh, landing pages and ads for them and they're and so far so good, right? They're happy. They're getting the customers that we're looking for and every client that we get, we're testing, right? We're testing their ad creative. We're testing the colors. We're testing the headlines until we get an ad or a sequence that is generating leads consistently on a regular basis. And then we fine tune that because not only do we want to get leads on a consistent basis, but we want to pay as little as possible as we can for each individual lead. So fine tune, test and test and test. Now, here's the thing about testing, testing stuff. And I, I deal with this all the time. I got you know, young kids of my own, one of them's going to be a teenager, the one, the other one's right behind it, you know, adolescent stages. And with them, as well as with adults, you all have a fear of posting things. You have this fear of people knowing who you are or knowing what you're doing, but you need to post stuff, right? Posting and seeing if you get any type of reaction is the key to your marketing. You're going to post something and you're going to think it's awesome. Maybe you spent a ton of time writing the script out, putting the video together, picking the right music, you put you you edit it all together, you put it out there and nobody cares. Crickets, right? 
That was just one piece of content. What did you learn? Who did look at it? Who did click on it? Did you put it in front of the right audience? Was it, was it tailored to him or her or mom or, you know, coaches, clients or, you know, students or whatever it is that you're looking for in your demographic? Did you test enough? The testing is what's going to get you to that next level. And it requires you to be a little vulnerable. I remember doing the Billie Jean course and there was, uh, there was one of them where we had to do a, a dance video, right? And the idea behind this section of, of the course was to get over yourself, to get over the fear of being afraid to put yourself behind camera, to look awkward, to realize that it's okay, right? And so I did my video inside of a Walmart, you can find it on my, on my YouTube page, but it's me just doing weird dances because I got no moves. I got like two left feet, right? So I got no dance moves. But there I am inside of Walmart dancing, creating funny clips. But I, I, uh, I heard this uh, on a Zig Ziglar audio the other day. Uh, I think it was Zig Ziglar. It might have been somewhere else. But it was the 1840-60 rule, right? So around 18 years old, you care about what everybody thinks. You care about what your friends think. You care about what your parents think. You care about what your teachers think. You care about what the guy across the street, you don't even know his name, but you care about what he thinks. You care about what everybody thinks. And then somewhere around 40, you realize, I was a waste of time. I don't really care what you think, neighbor across the street. I don't care what you think, friends. I'm still doing my thing. I don't care what you think, mom and dad. I'm still living my own life. I don't care what you guys think. I'm doing my thing. And then you reach 60 and you realize that nobody was thinking about you in the first place. Right? And that, that hit me when I heard that, that hit me deep. Cause the sooner you realize that, that we're all in this space, we're all in this world trying to live our best versions of our own lives. We're not thinking about the other person and nobody's thinking about you, right? Until you decide to put your message in front of them. So be as awkward and as funny, and as goofy, and as natural as you are. Be you. Be your authentic self. Grab that energy that's inside of you and let it shine. Let it be a part of who you are. Let it be a part of your company culture. Let it be what it is. And test, and test, and test your marketing material because something's going to hit. You're going to find the people who are in your tribe, the people that want to work with you, the people that think like you, and the people that act like you, but they can't find you if you're hiding, right? Especially for all you real estate agents, I heard this before. Secret agents have skinny kids. So get out there, test your marketing material. That's secret number two. Uh, secret number three, trending topics. All right now, I'm gonna be 100% honest. This is one that I need to be working on a lot better. Okay, right now in the world that we're living in, uh, COVID is a big trend. And uh, one, of the be- the, one of the most popular episodes that I've had was a solo episode where I shared how I'm about to get fired for not being vaccinated. Now, vax, unvax, whether you believe or not believe, you think it's a conspiracy theory or, you know, the, the farm, big farm is out to get you or we're just crazy for not taking, I don't care what side you're on. My point was, I had an opinion on, on my own status. It's going to possibly cost me my job, right? And I went on this on my show and I was sharing it. And there were people on both sides who came up, left comments. I mean, I had a bunch of people who are supportive. I had people on the other side. I had people, I had a YouTube comment that said something like, if, you want, if you're choosing to kill yourself, fine, but you should do it to, help, to protect the community around you, right? I mean, negative stuff and positive stuff, but it's a trending topic. It's what's on people's mind. It's the conversation that they're having out there. And so 
knowing that and, and putting out content that's relevant to what's happening today is going to attract more attention. Now, I got to I gotta be honest with you here. This is where drawing the line in the sand happens, right? When, when you start getting into some of these trending topics, some of them just might rub people the wrong way. You might get some backlash. But on the flip side, those people who are rocking with you, those people who, who jive with you, who believe what you believe, they're going to have your back that much more. Because you're, you're, you're saying things that most people are afraid to say. You're voicing an opinion that a lot of people are afraid to voice. So you become that beacon and, and that, that people look up to. And in your marketing material, in your business, I mean, you don't want to have things that are super de divisive. But at the same time, there's plenty of business on either side of the aisles that you can put your opinion in the, you know, your line in the sand. And this is what I believe. And you'll be surprised how many people are going to have your back. Right? I mean, think of presidential elections. I mean, we had the, the Biden and uh, Trump election, right? If I came out here and said I was a stomp Trump supporter, right? I would have people on the Trump side backing me up, but people on the Biden side would hate the crap out of me. And vice versa, if I came on here and said, dude, Biden's the best president that we've had, I don't think everybody would say that. But anyways, <laughs> you know, that, that Biden's a really good president. This is why I voted for him, blah, blah, blah. I'd have Trump, Trump people hating me, but the Biden people would have my back. So trending topics, and it doesn't have to be political. It could be, I don't know, sports entertainment. We're about to see the, the, uh, the championship round before we go into the playoffs. So there are four teams out there that you can choose from. Right now, you know, I was rooting for Brady, right? Because he's the old guy. He's like, you know, a little bit older than me. He's 44. I'm going to be 40 this year. I'm rooting for the old guy in the NFL. Come on, man. Like 44 is still rocking strong. That's who I was going for. But he lost, right? He lost yesterday. So now I'm rooting for the Rams. I want the Rams to go. Why? Because the Super Bowl is going to be in LA. So I thought, oh, that'd be cool. Home, home field advantage for the Super Bowl. That's amazing, right? So I'm rooting for the Rams. Now, Niner fans, I got friends who are Niner fans. They're probably going to hate on me for that, right? We got, who else? I, I even forget who else. I think the Bengals are still in. And uh, who else? Who else? I can't even remember off the top of my head. But point is, when you pick a side, there's going to be people who are for you and are with you, people who are against you. But trending topics, trending topics are the things that are going to get the most attention. They're going to help you out with your headline. They're going to help you out where your search engine optimization search. People looking for those specific topics are going to be able to find you. Trending topics are fire for your marketing. If you're willing to take the risk, if you're willing to put yourself out there. All right. Secret number four, hire or mentor with professionals. Um, I don't know how else to tell you. We were doing marketing stuff for our, our insurance agency. I'd been doing some marketing stuff on this podcast. I'd been learning a ton just by doing. But it wasn't until I hired Billie Jean, until I went to a 16-week course where I got some, you know, essentially one-on-one -on -one time with Billy every single week to learn from what he's already doing from a master in this space. Right. And, and the reason why I call it, a, I call him a master is because it's not like he's just talking about marketing and advertising. It's that he's doing right. That he actually does this for companies that he has, you know, 170,000 students around the world that come to listen to what he's doing and what he's implementing, how he's doing it. And I paid 
a mentor. I paid them five grand to sit with them for 16 weeks and learn from the master everything that they know. And now, because I put in that money and that time, and I did the work required to be better at that space, now I get to mentor some of the students that are going through the certification course. Now I get to be a part of that ecosystem on a regular basis. I get to speak advertising and marketing every single day, not only with prospective clients, but with masters in this space. Dude, I am like one arm's length away from some of these big names that I'm talking about. I mean, one arm's length away from people like Tony Robbins and Russell Brunson and some of these big marketing names. And I'm getting that because I'm getting closer and closer to a mentor. So yes, it costs money to hire a professional. Yes, it costs money to hire a mentor, but it saves you so much time and effort to have the answer sitting just a a text message away, a phone call away, a lunch meeting away. I mean, that is invaluable. I heard Russell Brunson talk about this one time on on his podcast, and he was saying, he's like, look, I'm really good at, 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 at different things, right? I'm good at different things, but I'm really good at this funnel creation stuff, right? This is where I'm like a 10 at. Video editing, I'm like a three or a four, right? Ad copy, I'm like a five or a six. He's like, if I'm running this as my business. This is my business here. Now, if I went out and I was hiring someone to run my marketing and, and I had a number of applicants and they wrote on the paper, hey, you know what? I'm a five in marketing, but you should definitely hire me. Would you? Of course you wouldn't. You're looking for the tens, right? You're looking for the people who are rock stars in their space so they can give you the best results. So why would you go out and try to do it yourself when you suck at it and you know you suck at it? Because you're trying to save yourself a couple bucks? Look, it's advertising and marketing. It's literally the type of thing that has a return on investment. You go out and you test. Remember the test thing, right? You go out and you try with different professionals. You look to see what they're already doing. You look to see, you, know, you do some research. You reach out to their customers. What was, that, what was that experience like? Did they give you what they promised? Are you achieving success? And then you go in and you take the plunge. It costs you a little money to invest in yourself, right? Grant Cardone is another one. I, I heard him say this a while ago and I thought it was genius, right? He's... He's a big real estate guy, but he doesn't believe you should buy your own home. He believes you should rent it, right? And what he said you should do with the difference, he's like, let's say if you bought a home, it's like, I don't know, a nice home. He's like, it's like four grand a month, but you can rent that same house for like two grand a month, right? Now, obviously he doesn't live, uh, you know, Southern California, but let's imagine that, okay? So the difference between the two grand that you were renting versus the four grand that you would have paid in a mortgage payment, what do you do with that extra two grand? His advice was that you invested in yourself. You invested in building your brand. You invested in your own marketing material. You invested in your own advertising space because the brand that you build, no one can take that away. It could foreclose on your house. You could lose your house, but you can't take away your brand. You could build it again right? You can use your brand to leverage it and make more money. I also heard, and I forget who says this, but money is the most replenishable power source on the planet. You can always buy another house. You can always buy another car. 
Time is the only thing you can't get back. So why are you wasting your time trying to figure it all out yourself when there are people out there who are already doing it successfully? That's what winners do. Even the best athletes have coaches. Why? Because they know they can get better. Because there's somebody there holding them accountable. Because they're training to become the best in the world. And they're not competing with anybody else. They're competing with themselves. So take a look at your company. Take a look at your business. Are you in a position right now where you're as successful as you want to be? No? Why not? What's stopping you? I can guess. Usually the thing that's stopping you is you. Now, don't get me wrong. I've I've fallen prey to the same exact thing. I've done it myself and my companies over and over and over again. Right? I think of, I've been thinking of for a long time without consciously knowing about it. Because if you asked me, I wouldn't say this. But my actions were, were different than what I was saying to myself. See, in my business, I would always have this mindset of scarcity. My partners would come up and be like, hey, we should do this, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And my question is always, great, how are we going to pay for it? You see, I always jumped as an accountant, my degrees in accounting, as an accountant, I'm always looking at the P&L statement. How are you going to pay for that? I'm always looking at how am I going to cut costs? I'm looking at my profit and loss statement. I'm like, what can I shave away? But at some point, you need to switch that mentality. Yes, you want to you run lean as far as your business is concerned. You don't want to have unnecessary expenses, absolutely. But there's this whole other section on the profit and loss statement, not necessarily that bottom line, not the expense section, right above that, which is the revenue section. Sales cure all ills. That's what it is, ladies and gentlemen. Go out and make more sales. Figure out how to bring in more revenue. Hire those people who are going to make your business better. Because in business, you, if you're doing all the work, right? Let's, let's say, you know, yard work, for example, mowing lawns. If you're the one mowing the lawn in your business, you don't own a business. You own a job. You need to hire people who are better at what you do to replace yourself so that you can actually own a business. And a real business owner is more like the guy at the front of the orchestra, right? And he's telling people what to do. And if he tells people what to do the right way, it sounds harmonious. The orchestra plays a great symphony. It's like the score of Star Wars. We all know what it is. That music is triumphant. And it comes because everybody's doing their part. You hire the best person for each instrument. And you want to think of that the same way in your business. Hire professionals. Hire people who are good at what they do. Right? If you're lacking in your content creation, maybe you should find somebody who creates content on a regular basis. You need help with your advertising space? Maybe you should hire somebody who's actually bringing in customers for their clients. Again, I'm just saying, this is your business we're talking about here. If you want it to grow, if you want to build that brand, then you need to take a moment, look in the mirror and say, where am I spending my money? Am I wasting it away? Is it costing me something or am I taking it and investing it in my brand in a way to, ooh, my battery died, in a way to get a return on investment? That's it. ROI. All right, ladies and gents, that's what I got for you today. The IRS is open for business today, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, if you got all your paperwork ready to go, you're ready to file your tax return, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, By the way, I've had a tax practice 
practice since 2006. I don't really promote it, but now got a team of tax preparers ready to help you. So if you got your tax return ready to rock and roll, send me a DM at Business Bros Pod. Uh, I'd love to talk to you about that. And maybe my team can help you get your tax return filed ASAP. All right. And if you need help with all your marketing stuff, of course, you can reach out to us again at Business Bros Pod, or you can go to our website, www.businessbros.biz. And we're here to help your business grow. Peace. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.